Welcome to today's Pastor's Roundtable, where we'll discuss Sunday's sermon. Welcome Bye. to another session of our Pastor's Roundtable. It's good right. to be here. How are you doing? Um, we're glad you're here. Well, yeah, answer it. How are you doing? Okay. How are you doing? No, we're glad you're here. And I know a lot of people around the metro uh, had to cancel services. I Yes, I'm very yeah. grateful actually for chilled in. Indeed. It, yeah. But it was still... I know some of the parking lots couldn't get cleared, but we had a great team that oh, came yeah. in and, mm-hmm. and helped uh, make sure we were able to worship together. It was a good day. Uh, it was. It was, it was a good Sunday. It's cold today, though, man. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. It's cold. March 4th. Cold outside. Yeah. God. No thanks. Yeah. I'm, ready for, I'm ready for summer. We actually had some spring. Kind of, what did he do? He tricked out? us is what yeah. he did. Yeah, he did. He did yeah. a little. Because we had some spring, and then now the winter's and back. Spring did not <laughs> but, sprung. No. So. But uh, we're glad to have you guys here, and uh, we uh, had a great service. We did change it up a little bit, because Pastor preached not only in our English congregation, but also a Hispanic congregation, and... Uh, Spanish yeah. as well. Did you, pre- you, you, you know, oh, yeah. practice tongues? Oh, yeah. No. 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 Uh, but, yeah, but did Mauricio translate? Mauricio translate. Well, he's not here today, uh, this morning, but... Uh, yeah, it's a great service. We ended with worship, which was a neat uh, opportunity to respond to yeah. the teaching of the word mm-hmm. with worship. So it's good. good. It's good. Uh, but yeah, talk with us. Responsive worship. Tell so, us about responsive worship, Kyle. So, well, uh, when we, we talked about worship a few, few weeks back. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when God reveals himself, uh, we respond, you know. Yeah. So when the word when the word is revealed, uh, we respond in worship. You actually talked about this in Isaiah 6 the other day, right? We, we did. We did. Yeah. And... Um, and Isaiah six uh, is a great model of that, you know. God, how about, God how you for saying, "Yeah, your hair looks good, man." I'm just so glad you feel great. that way. Today. I'm so glad. Looking great. Today. You know, I I, I, I just totally I, interrupted I, you. I just, and your beard too. Like you're Chris, your hair looks good too. Well, I, I need a haircut. So that's I just, one today. just. I just. You know, I know we're digressing, but I wanted to pause. And you know the word talks yeah. about how we can speak life into people. Yeah, yeah. I know it's about physical appearance and not like yeah. a heart thing. Right. Yeah. You look good today. Revelation response. You know. There you go. Bring it back yeah. around. All right. Okay. Good job. Sorry. Well, so the uh, the message this weekend was a part of our Ezra series, and um, it was about Ezra uh, chapters four through six, and it, and uh, the title of it was the struggle, and so. Um, uh, the discussion, um, the topic was about the the, the rebuilding, the, the rebuilding of the temple, and um, they were they were met with um, some discouragement. And uh, I love you guys are commenting. There's some commenting going on. Oh yeah. Um, so, but um, you know, before we get specifically into the text, um, I want to ask you guys: when we deal with Old Testament text. How, do, how exactly do when you know when we come to the Old Testament yeah what are some steps we take that's good to apply the that's Old great, Testament to our life great, uh, you know I mean how it's a great you know, question is, you know the Old Testament um, number one I think you have to understand that this is the Word of God so the Old Testament is actually God's word to us right. and and really, when we think of the Old Testament, we think of maybe out of date or not applicable to us in some ways because we were under the law and some of these thought processes. But the reality is, is that we see our God in the Old Testament. 
And we see him pointing us to Jesus. And so all the themes throughout the Old Testament is, is pointing us to Christ. And so it's beautiful for me to watch, to look at the Old Testament because I, I see Christ more clearly. Hmm. And hopefully through this, these, these passages and these texts of scriptures <clears throat> that we've been studying in Ezra, we see the nature and the character of God. Hmm. And we see how we as his people should relate to this God. Some good, some bad in, in the Old Testament in, in Israel. But we always see the character and the nature of God, his salvation, and his pointing us to the ultimate fulfillment of his salvation, which is through Christ. But, um, you know, that that's that's a broad overview. But, yeah. um, no, I think that's a great word. Yeah. So I would I say, uh, no, you're going to hit it. And uh, I would just, <clears throat> I would only add, I'll obviously... It's a foreshadowing and a crescendo of yes. build up to Christ, and it is about Christ. Uh, and his, but I, I love using some te- terms that just talk about like when you read uh, some of the commandments and you read some of the narratives with uh, the people of Israel, you get to see again God's heart and God's value system. But I would caution, I think the one thing I'll caution is. I hear so many quotes from the Old Testament that are uh, just taking out of just a, a, a small segment of the scripture pulled out and then applied to our day to day, and so we we often are unintentionally imposing our worldview onto that situation. Mm-hmm. But when you read the full uh, um, counsel or the full understanding of that text, God's again God's character and His nature is revealed. Uh, sometimes you hear within that, the context, right? And yeah. so many times it totally changes the entire meaning of what that verse intent. is. Yeah, and so I think that would be when you ask about how we should read it. <coughs> That's good. Read it in context, and and of course, theologians and uh, scholars are wrestling all the time with, you know, what was the time period like? What was the context? What was the culture? So those are and important yet- too. We do not have to be a scholar, no, because the Holy Spirit is in right. the believer, which we're going to talk about. Let me yes, ask that's you guys. a good comp- affirmation. So, yeah. Ezra uh, four it says, when the enemies of Judah and Benjamin heard that the exiles were building a temple for the Lord, the God of Israel, they came to Zerubbabel and to the heads of the families and said, "Let us help you build, because like you, we seek your God." And have been sacrificing to him. And uh, you go down. And uh, it says in verse 3. But Zerubbabel, Jeshua, and the rest of the heads of the families of Israel answered. You have no part with us in building the temple to the Lord our God. We alone will build it for the Lord, the God of Israel. As King Cyrus, the king of Persia, commanded us. In verse 4, then the peoples around them set out to discourage the people of Judah and make them afraid to go on building. So the question I have is, when we're doing the work of the Lord, when we're following the plans of the Lord in our lives, um, how do we handle uh, so often the discouragement that we face? They were facing discouragement that was coming their way. Often we don't handle it well, very well, Kyle. We, <laughs> we, we don't. We don't. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we we are so um, embedded into our circumstance that we can't see what God is actually doing through the circumstance, and we can't actually see 
um, what he wants to do in and through us. And oftentimes, as in this case, we'll see here that really God wants his people to rely fully on him. And so really the glory is to God. And sometimes through the difficulty, through the struggle, through the trial, um, we need to realize that that this is an opportunity for God to receive glory. This is an opportunity for God to show up in power. And if it was really easy and they just went and they rebuilt the temple and there was no struggle and they just went in there and rebuilt it and just popped up and there was nothing there, would they praise God? Would they, would they celebrate with joy? That their God has overcome the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's good. And no, sorry, you're good. No, you finish. Uh, I, I I lost train of thought real quick, but uh, I was reading this morning, and I feel like, and we know this is true from the Word. Adversity builds character and strength. Right. But right. we were so almost uh, programmed in our way of thinking that. Uh, the pursuit of just comfort and the kind of meandering river that finds the least resistant path is part of our nature too. Right. But I was mesmerized, really just set back today uh, about this actually in Acts chapter 5. The apostles were facing adversity. Uh, the One of the angels of the Lord released them from prison. They're teaching the temple and the the... the uh, the high council is like, we don't know what to do with them. But then they, they, they basically get beaten mm-hmm. and, you know, spanked by the high council. And then they leave. And for, after being imprisoned and, and beaten in verse 41 of chapter five, it says the apostles left the high council rejoicing <coughs> that God had counted them worthy of suffering disgrace for the name of Jesus. Like mm-hmm. I just wrestled with that. How often am I like, counting my at simple adversity my my minimal adversity as being counted worthy sure. you know and like I, my my mind is like not there and i'm asking jesus transform my heart to help me see my circumstances right. and i think that's how we that's, do that is jesus help me see my circumstances yeah. through the light of the kingdom mm-hmm. instead of my preferences or the least uh, resistant path mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. all those things. And that's, that's hard. Good. That's hard. And, and even as pastors, we struggle with that. Sure. But it, it, when we do, it makes his name famous and we bring glory to him. And it draws attention right. that Jesus is the answer to the brokenness. Right. And, and it's in a supernatural way, lost people and broken people are drawn to that because it's real.